Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. No, only in like movies. I would sort of a, a few days before, a week before, because I, I wanted it to look real and I yeah. did it, but I never got hooked. I never smoked them in real life. Wow. Oh, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. My early 20s was just like oh, me sh- thinking I was cool and like doing theater and being in like theater and majoring in theater. And it was like at experimental theater wing where we would just roll around the floor naked and keep taking cigarette breaks. And make noises like. Become like different animals and trees. Yeah, and like making out, and everybody was like had very fluid sexuality. Um, I love your shirt. Oh, I you. like to also note at the airing of this podcast that Guillermo's wearing the most wonderful shirt that says <laughs> "homosexual tendencies" with a like a skeleton. Explain this. The skeleton with a leather oh. jacket and a leather hat, smoking a joint. I say it's a joint. It could be a cigarette or a cigar. I think it's a joint. Who is the brand? It's from uh, Lockwood 51. It's a queer brand that does a lot of really cool, um, sort of edgy, provocative, like real sort of skateboardy, you know, gay gay queer. For all that skateboarding you do? Yeah, for all that skateboarding I do. (laughs) But they have really, really cool, cool stuff. Hey, but you know what we do do? That's a nice scandal. You said do do. What we do do duty? What what do we do? We are fucking good scooters, scooting people. We do give a good scoot. We do. And this is a nice scandal fun fact. Scott Foley is a rap gift or a season premiere gift. I can't remember. One of the fucking greatest, smartest, most amazing gifts ever. He gave everybody a razor, I think. Yes. Yep. Which is like adult scooter. And our base camp was like a little bit further from our stages. And so we scooted from stage to base camp where our where our trailers are. And it's oh, the greatest. Yeah. It's one of the best. See, you live in the hills, G. You don't get to do this. But I use that scooter a couple times a week because I scoot with Ali. Oh, my God. You have to come scoot with me. Oh, I can't believe man. I'm just thinking about my scooter's been in the garage for years. Like, because okay you're right, I live the on rain? the hills. Yeah, it's fine because it was on a shelf that was oh, good. high up. Yeah. Well, thank you, Scott Foley, for this gift. But my oh, son is a huge scooter person. He scoots really? with his little fucking helmet. He's fast as shit. He does tricks. He does oh. circles. He does squatting, <sighs> one leg. Blah, blah, I believe blah, blah. it. And, and I scoot with him everywhere on that Scott Foley scooter. Wow. Do you guys wear helmets? Oh yeah. Fuck that shit. No, I, yeah, I would wear a helmet too. I'm just thinking back in like Washington Heights, like on a skateboard or so. we didn't even have scooters back then or skates, like no elbow pads, no helmets, nothing. People were scraped up and falling on their heads. And I like to scoot without a helmet. I like to yeah. ride on the danger side. Right. But to be honest, then Albie goes, how come you're wearing, I have to no, wear a helmet and you don't? Listen, I, I, I think, I think it's, it's necessary. And yeah. he's actually taken some fucking spills. Really? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, which oh, is fine. I don't mind scraped fuck. ups, but like he's wearing a helmet. Hell yeah, hell yeah. There's another gift from Scott Foley and it's a framed photograph of my parking spot. God damn it, Scott Foley. Those were two exceptional 
gifts. They were like like unique and creative. Yeah, like he did no, these I super arty, black and white. Yeah. Big prints. Oh yeah. Of our parking spots with our name on it. Wait, did yours say mine says K dot Lowe's? Yeah. Did yours say mine just G? Says, yeah, G D S. That's it. Yeah. Oh. But it's cool. It's simple. It's like you know. It's clean. It's crisp. It's it's such a cool. Very arty. It's such a cool piece. And it's yeah. such a statement. Like, you know, when you're an actor coming up and it's a real shit show, it's such a status symbol of making it that you don't even realize how huge it is until you get a parking spot on a Hollywood totally. studio lot that has your name. Yes. Like spray painted onto it. That's your parking spot. No one else is allowed to park in it. And it is such a... God, it's such a moment. It's, well, you think, all right, this is this is permanent. That this is pretty permanent. I mean, of course, they got paint over that shit in yeah, two yeah. seconds. But they do. in our heads, we think, all right, they like us. They really like us. They want us to stay. They like me. You really <laughs> like me. It's the same as the status of getting a back of a chair. Also yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah. If you're on a show, you yeah. get your cast chair that you yeah. sit in while you're waiting until your scene is ready to mm-hmm. shoot. And also along the back of it is usually your name. Yeah. I, I have mine right here. Did you keep yours? You do? Yeah. I have a director's chair in Mine's my room. In my... Yeah. Oh, you do? I'm not going to reach back because I'm going to fall on my head. Yeah, I have it right <laughs> I have it right here behind me. And it says scandal in like the, you know, like when you the shred red. paper. Yeah, the shredded paper. Yeah, the paper. red shredded paper. Yeah, yeah. God Our prop damn team it. gave them to us. Yeah, after we wrapped. We also had scandal warming coats. Yeah. Oh, I didn't keep that. I didn't either. And God damn it, I wish I had. But look, we keep it real here on yeah. Unpacking the Toolbox. Um, Come on now. Tell, tell the people, Katie. Tell the people. Tell the gladiators what we're talking about today, which is episode 208 entitled... Happy birthday, Mr. President. Which aired on December 6th, 2012. And oh. it was written by the Shonda Rhimes. Wow. No wonder this I didn't one's a banger. That. Yeah. That's why this one's so fucking hot. Okay. And it was directed by Oliver Bolkelberg, who was our cinematographer, our DP for years. And then he started directing a bunch of episodes. He's amazing. That's right. He's amazing. It was guest starring Kate Burton as Vice President Sally Langston, Norm Lewis as Senator Edison Davis, Brian Lesher as Tom, Samantha Sloyan as Janine, Stoney Westmoreland as Hal, Virginia Louise Smith as Secretary of State. Kavita Patil as Doctor Number Four, Keiko Ajena as Press Secretary, Britta Kagan, Troy Winbush as Morris Elcott, Stephen Collins as Reed Wallace and Tyrese Allen as Dr. Carol. Wow. I'm very excited to talk about this episode because Shonda, she wrote the shit out of this episode. It's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, it's a banger. It's really fucking chock full, as they all are, but this one really is. Okay, let's remind you, let's jog you gladiators and your memory banks about what's going on. So this is what's happening in 208. Happy birthday, Mr. President. The hospital is a buzz in the aftermath of Fitz being shot. Olivia remembers the end of the campaign trail and a significant pin she gifted to Fitz during his inauguration. In the present, Sally Langston makes a play for a position as acting president, which Cyrus and Olivia must shut down. In the past, we follow Fitz and Olivia's escalating affair during the days following Fitz's election, with some frightening results as Hollis takes care of a reporter looking into defiance. The tension, the affair, and the lengths that Hollis and Cyrus will go to scares Olivia into resigning. And finally, as Sally is sworn in as acting president, we see who the suspected shooter is. Well, the episode starts, we're right where President Grant was shot, and we are in the hospital, and we're seeing the whole gore, and the whole perspective is from Olivia's, and Bokelberg does the best fucking cinematography DP work where he just slow mows the entire hospital scene so that Liv is seeing blood dripping on the floor. She's seeing Melly fucking screaming at people. She's seeing Cyrus. She's seeing like everything is slow mo. And you're and yeah. I'm I was brought to like an emotional place. Oh hell yeah. He do, and he does that with like you said with the camera work. Even yes. the shooting of the president is done. Yes. In such a amazing, like innovative way, it's almost sped up, right? Yeah, like yeah. They, he speeds up. It's the the film the looks like it's shooting. Sped up. Yeah. yeah, it looks like really oh, it looks, weird. It's, it's effective, so powerful as though. Shit. Yeah, and you see it's like the blood effective. spray too when you see them sort of get hit by the bullets. Oh, yeah. So oh God, and we see Edison calls Olivia. And he's they're throwing him in the bunker and he's calling and he's like, what's going on, Liv? Like, they're putting me in the bunker. 
And then I just wrote the line, Carrie's dress is amazing. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't look up who made that dress, but the dress is amazing. Oh, my God. It's <clears throat> so ridiculous, Lynn Paolo. It's like, it's insane. And she's got her hair all pressed out. And she's got this, like, ridiculously beautiful, flowy white, of course, dress mm-hmm. that has, like, sparkly like more silver in the front, right? Silver it on her like- boobies. Yeah. It's so fucking oh, man. beautiful. But fucking Edison, I was like, oh, here's Edison again. I, I, but I had a question. <laughs> how, how, not Edison again. Oh, geez. How long do they have to stay in that bunker, those people? Like, they're like, let's go. We're going to hide you guys away, which happens in real life. Like, this is crazy. I don't know. Like, if this were to, well, I'm like, if this were to actually happen, this has actually happened. Yeah. I have no idea what protocol looks like in terms of like, I think they probably have to, that's probably be, I'm going to trust the scandal writers and say that this shit is based in truth. They probably have to take the speaker of the house and they have to take Congress or I don't know, and throw them in a fucking bunker to make sure democracy like is intact. And like the whole place isn't under attack. I don't know. Well, also because the shooter is still at large, right? They didn't catch the shooter. So in that case, I could see how they have to hide these people away because if they're all killed then we're just you know thrown into chaos chaos meanwhile sometimes nobody's shot and we're still in chaos okay so uh then we see what causes the whole backstory to unlock is that we see the pin this beautiful american flag pin that fell off you know during the shooting we see what the origin of this pin story is which is Olivia gave Fitz this pin on his inauguration day, and we learned that the pin was actually an Eisenhower pin. And it's so fucking smart, Shonda Rhimes. It's of so, course she wrote uh, this episode. It's of so beautiful. It's so beautiful. But of course, the minute that Melly walks in and sees the pin in the flashback, um, you know, scene on on Fitz's lapel. And she's like, oh, where'd you get that? And he was like, oh, it was Eisenhower's. Motherfucker's lying to her already. <laughs> he Motherfucker's <didn't> say- <laughs> lying to Melly. They're just, she's just like, where's this pin from? And they yeah. don't even say like, oh, Olivia no. got it for me or like He just nothing. said, oh, it, it belonged to Eisenhower and that was but it. She, but that pin, she learns in this episode oh, that yeah. they're having an affair. Oh, yeah. That she learns. Right. This is the episode where Melly figures it out because of that fucking pin. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's sworn in. We see a fight between James and Jeff. James and Jeff. James, James and, and Cyrus because James can't go to the inaugural balls because Cyrus isn't out yet that he's in a committed relation, committed homosexual relationship. <laughs> and um, Olivia sort of lurking in the hallway, like hearing this argument, right? Right. And then Fitz goes to the inaugural balls and all that. But guess what? He leaves early and he meets Olivia Pope Ooh. in the Oval Oof Ooh. office. And she says... Mr. President, I could never Ugh. shoot a scene like this with a straight face. Doesn't could he you? say "say it again" or something yes! like that, Mr. President? Oh, I was so she hot. She says "say it again," and she says, "Mr. President." Be and... trying to get those inaugural balls worked up. Yeah, that's right. Them Come big on. ass inaugural balls. All <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, like I the whole time this scene is so hot because, and we know because we had Shonda Rhimes as a guest on this first and the first episode of this podcast we ever did, and she said. I'm going to have Olivia and Fitz have sex on the desk in the Oval Office. That's well, right. Well, here you have it, folks. Yes. Because Fitz gets down on his knees and he goes to sloppy third. <laughs> Yo, but at first, Olivia is resisting, resisting, resisting. And she's like, we cannot do this anymore. She even says, look at where we are. We can't yeah. do this anymore. We have to yeah. stop. And I love when Fitz is like, no, I can't stop. I'm not going to stop. Can you stop? And she's like, mm-mm. And that's when she saddles her booty up on that desk. And the oval office desk. And, and he just slides that skirt up real cute, <laughs> real slow. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so How hot. Could they have shot this scene? I would have broken Me and one you would have thousand been times. cracking the fuck up. I wouldn't up. have made it past calling him yes. Mr. President with yes. a straight face. <laughs> like there's no fucking way in hell. So kudos. To Kerry Washington, kudos. Yes. To but it's it's a steamy, steamy fucking oh, scene. It goes there. Like she's unbuckling his belt. He has yeah. her hand up her skirt. Like yep. it's it, you could see it. it. It's it's super like 
it was it was it's out graphic there, man. for like it's, network yeah. television. I mean, yes. no wonder we're a 10 p.m. show. No wonder we were fucking a hit. <laughs> I mean, it was it was really really hot, and I was uncomfortable. I like looked away a couple times because I was like, I know these people. You know what, Katie? I did the how stupid. I was like, how stupid are you, Guillermo? Why are you like looking down? Like I literally caught myself looking down. I did like, too. It was like a too little much bit to take. Yes. It's too much to take, I think. I wonder if our gladiators listening felt that way. They probably were right there probably with them. But did. I think it's probably because we yeah. personally we know, know the two of them. Yeah. And it's fucking weird. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just bizarre. And then we back flash to the present day. Sally's acting president and it's all on news channels. And she fucking lands on the front lawn of the White House, which is Ugh. such a power play move. Ugh. She lands on the front steps and Olivia steps up and she starts fixing. She basically leaves OPA and all the White House staff comes in and they're like, are you back? And she's like, yeah. go to my house, get my suits, get my outfits, get my toothbrush. I'm back. Meanwhile, yo, I wrote in my notes, homegirl listed off like eight things. I was like, wait, what? Bring my suits, my stockings, my socks, my toothbrush. My um uh, my my onesie, my, my scrunchie, like what? Like, my thongs, my underwear, my toothbrush, my flat iron, <laughs> my uh, concealer, my moisturizing Popcorn. cream, and that's funny because I heard it and I was like, oh wow, that's really not a lot. Like, like conservative, you were like, oh, that's not yeah, a lot. Yeah, I just was like, oh wow, that's like exactly what someone would need to like be at work for four or five days and nothing more. And also, they listed no makeup, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's Carrie true. Washington doesn't need any makeup; she's fucking perfect. <laughs> Oh, there's tons of of going back to after he's been elected president, but he's preparing for his inauguration day and he's preparing for his inauguration speech. Mm. They go and move to Camp David to prep his inauguration speech. And the reason they do this is because that night on the Oval Office in the desk was caught on the camera. Yes. And Fitz is running with his Navy shirt and Hal is like, there are cameras, sir. And he's like, what? He's like, there's cameras. And Fitz is like, where am I going to go to like yeah. fuck but my I, woman as I much love, as I want? Yes, but I love that Fitz has sort of his first reaction is like, oh, shit, there's cameras. They saw everything. But then he's like, OK, where are there not cameras? Like, he's like, I want to know where I can screw in the White House. I was like, oh, man. They move Cyrus, Olivia and Fitz, but not Melly, to Camp mm-hmm. David so that they could just like write and work on his speech and his plan of his first hundred days and do it this in peace in, while they're having sex. This is all in sex. the flashback, right? This yes, is all in the flashback. All in flashback. Yeah. But like, there's gotta be cameras in Camp David. This is total bullshit. Right? I call bullshit on this. I call bullshit, right? man. I don't fucking know. But also, is that like a, you know what I mean? Is that like fucking with someone's privacy if the cameras are like inside, like in the bedroom and then like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe there aren't. Maybe there aren't cameras. Oh, yeah. In the bedroom, in the bathrooms, they cannot be. Right? There's no Yeah, so go screw in there. Yeah, you're right. So that they they couldn't screw in the bedrooms in the White House because Melly's in there. Right. That's true. Right. I get it. I get it. Okay. Okay. So they're having so much sex and it's so cute. They're laughing. They're coming up with his plans for the first hundred days. They're arguing, but in like a really- He's pushing her up against the wall. She's pushing pushing him up against the wall. wall. No, you. No. You. No, you. No, you. Kiss me again. Yeah, but it's, it's hot. It's, it's hot. hot. They're naked. Like, yeah, it's it's so steamy. It's so It's good. a lot. It's really yeah. cute. And then that all comes to a big fat end because Melly shows up at Camp David with a nice cooked lasagna. <laughs> this motherfucker said, hi, Liv. She's like, hi, Liv. Have some just, dinner. The kids went to school and I figured I would just like check up on how it's going. And Fitz, and has, this, a, Fitz yeah. has that look on his face like, oh, God, I did. Yeah. This is not my doing, Liv. Yes. Please. And Liv so is like, feels like the other woman. Yeah. Well, really, also because really, really she badly. is the other yep. woman. <laughs> she feels really bad. And so he's pissed. She's pissed. She's pissed. She's pissed. And they haven't really spoken in a few days. They return back to the White House. They're not talking. And this is actually a huge moment for Scandal, I feel like, because Fitz is like, what's wrong? What's going on? And she's like, you know what? I'm feeling just really Sally Hemings, Thomas Jefferson about this. Mm. Wait, was that? What was it? Tell me what that tell me what that is. Well, Sally Hemings was the black slave that Thomas Jefferson was in love with. Oh, shit. And I'm pretty sure. 
I want to say and, she had some babies. I, I right, would have to yes, reconfirm yes, of course, that. That's right. But she is the black slave that Thomas Jefferson Man. was sleeping with for, I think, a really long time. I think he was like in love with her. And they loved each other. Like they truly loved each other. So Sally Hemings had five babies with Thomas Jefferson. Damn. Yeah. And he, and so what I think is so amazing about Scandals, like this is episode 208. And so we've been watching an affair between a white president and a black woman for 15 episodes. And this is the first time that we're that Shonda is bringing up this very, very, very famous right. relationship that that in some ways like really mirrors what's going on here. Mm-hmm. I remember being on the show at the beginning and being like, I wonder if it's ever going to be addressed. Like, I wonder if race is ever right. going to be addressed in dialogue. Like, is yeah. Carrie ever going to say or Olivia ever going to say something like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, not only are you a president and I'm a civilian, but like I'm a black woman and you're a white guy. Right. And it was not mentioned until this line. And my God, Shonda nails it so hard. They're in this horrible fight. And she's like, for the first time, I'm feeling like a fucking piece of shit. Like, I'm feeling like like a slave to you. Yeah. But also, if I'm not mistaken, Katie, it was race was never brought up again. I mean, it might have been. I could be wrong, but it... I don't think it was it was really they made it a thing, which I really love. Not in their relationship. We did it for the lawn chair episode with Courtney B. Vance. We talked about police brutality. We talked about that. There is with Fitz and Olivia. With Fitz and Olivia, no. Yeah. This is, I wanna say, I mean, again, guys listening, we've only watched the first two seasons of Scandal, so we'll correct ourselves if when we're wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's really my only memory of it too. We will be back with more after the break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Katie, tell me, is this the scene where she says we can't do this? Like, and Fitz has this ridiculously fucking the best acting I've seen and so fucking. That's coming. The best acting on the show is coming right now. So she gets in his face in the hallway and she says like a really quietly like in his face, like, I don't know. I'm feeling really Sally Hemings, Thomas Jefferson about this whole thing right now. Mm -hmm. And he is taken aback. Like you see him like this. And then again, we don't see them together. Until, like, the fucking winning scene of this episode and one of the uh, greatest scenes in Scandal right history. Here, it like, is the no Rose joke. Garden scene, Gladiators. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Uh, and he, to- Tony Goldwyn's acting in yeah. this is his, you fucking could see, phenomenal. Uh, his, like, lip quivering and his eyes are watery. It's 
like beyond like fucking I'm good so acting. I'm so pissed I didn't write some of the writing in this that Shonda wrote, but it's like she Olivia is saying to him in the Rose Garden, like, I can't do this anymore. I can't yeah. live like this. All I live, breathe and think yeah. and eat is You're you. In my you, thoughts. you own my thoughts. You, you own, own me. Yeah. And it's all and about he, this slavery yes, thing. It's yes. like it's bringing about this slavery situation. Like you own me. She says, like, yes. I can't do anything. You want me. I'm there. You want me to next to you. I'm yes. there. You tell me to meet you. I yes. meet you. Like, I've lost myself. You oh, own me. So good. But then Fitz says, and oh. I did write down some of these lines. He yells tell me, baby. Tell at the top me, tell of me, baby. his lungs. You own me. Oh. You're the love of my life. Ooh. I belong to you. Ooh. And he, oh, it's so fucking good. And she's like, what the fuck? But oh. you know, at the same time, it's making her fall in love with him even more. Oh my because God. Because she's like, it's... oh my God, this guy really, really loves oh. me. He fucking, oh he nails this God. scene. I mean, they both oh do, him and Olivia. God. But it's, this, this was scene... like my favorite scene in this episode. Me too. This is the winning scene. This is creme de la creme. And honestly, one of the best, most passionate. You know why this scene is so amazing and why? It's because we believe and know that they love each other so much despite oh, race, yeah. despite mm-hmm. president, yes. not president, despite despite it all. It's like they are yeah. sick in love with each other. Yeah. And like their acting and her writing and the combo yeah. of it all and being in the oh, Rose Garden. Yeah. It's like for till the end of time, people oh, were Olets yeah. through and through. Yeah. And and the, again, we've we've mentioned this a million times, but the chemistry between Tony Goldwyn mm. and Kerry Washington is just it's, you know, it's spectacular. Like if that wasn't there and, and of uh, course, including Shonda's writing and the acting, yes. all of it. But their chemistry is just so present. It's so real that you can't you, you can't look away. You believe it. You believe it 100 percent. You know what I mean? <sighs> God, Tony's acting was so good. You own oh, me. You own me. I belong to you. Yes. I'm sick too. I can't eat. I can't think. I can't. Yes. Like all this shit. You're, you're going like, to make me cry. Oh Please my. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. But again, and Olivia has that look on her face like, like she cannot believe the words that are coming out of his mouth, but she's I loving it. I think we it. should start. I just had a real brain inspiration. I think we should start reenacting other <gasps> characters' scenes from this show. I love that idea so much, As Quinn Katie. and Huck or as just Katie and Guillermo. Because- I love that so <laughs> much. And I think our listeners will love it. Just Come think on, of the, cl- the clips I that will be- I want to be Joe Morton. Hell yeah. I want yeah. some of those monologues. I want to be Sally Langston. Like, oh, the hell shit. yeah. Talk about great acting. You hate her more than ever her. in this episode. Yeah. Like, she is a hateful, hateful devil woman. Devil woman. She's horrible. To tell you guys what Sally Langston <sighs> is doing in this fucking episode, so she was promised on the campaign trail that she was going to nominate the next Supreme Court justice, but haha, a little bit of a conflict here is that Verna Thornton was promised for being part of the goons who rigged the election that mm-hmm. she would be the next Supreme Court nominee. Mm-hmm. So they've got a little bit of an issue, mm-hmm. and Fucking Kate Burton has a monologue where she comes into Cyrus and Olivia where they have killed her Supreme Court nominee. They've like put in some like they let it be known that he was arrested when he was 15. So there's no way that her nominee would be elected. And she comes in and she's so pissed. She was like, they found this on him. That's supposed to be locked. And I know who did it. It was you. It was you. You did it. (laughs) And her voice, Katie, reaches a pitch that uh, I have never heard before. <laughs> like yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, she it, was it so got like very animalistic. Enraged. Yes. Yes. Wait, it yes. got very what you said? Animalistic. Like, yes. Like a, animalistic. Ah, like a like it was yes. crazy. It was That's so crazy. It. Oh. And it, was, it also made me think. Okay, homegirl says a Supreme Court justice nominee cannot come back from that. I'm air quoting scandal, which was like he did committed a little crime when he was 15. Meanwhile, now think in 2000 fucking, you know, oh, God. 20, 2022, 23, like the Oof. shit that's the scandals that are happening within the Supreme Court justices and they're already on the bench and nothing. Nobody's batting an eye. You know Ugh. what I mean? Shit is still moving along like always. Yeah. Nobody's getting kicked off. No. So it's just funny to see these scenes in this, you know, here. I know where it was like people are, they were were writing the show to to have some moral compass. Of course. Well, even though Olivia Pope kills someone with a chair, but like whatever. But also Katie, like during this time, it still wasn't crazy in our world. So it was, it was real. You know what I mean? This shit was, it was real. Yes. And then Sally's all pissed. 
they go to Melly and they say, Sally Langston is making a play for the White House. She just landed on the lawn. Go leave this hospital, find something to wear, get on the podium and tell the American people that we don't need Sally Langston. Our president is still alive and kicking. Don't pretend Mm -hmm. like he's not. And my God, does Melly put up her pull on her bootstraps? Yo, tell Melly that she can maybe not be in the White House anymore. And that bitch will be like, what do I have to do? She like, (laughs) she like, (laughs) she conjured up some inner shit and was like, yeah, I'm going to shut this down. She's a political animal. She's a political animal. But getting ready for that, Olivia has to go and get her clothes of what she's going to wear. And so she walks past all of Fitz's clothes and he's like in the midst of possibly dying. And she sees that Navy sweatshirt. Mm. You know, mm. the one that says Navy on it, and she just gives it a whiff and cries. Oh, she <laughs> you said she gives it, a, <laughs> gives it a whiff and cries. She sure does, man. That's another. There's a lot of powerful scenes in this episode. When she takes that whiff from that, that sweatshirt. Ooh. Yo, Katie, did you notice in that scene she breaks down, but then she has this moment where she's like, <gasps> she stiffens up and she's like, I cannot do this shit. Pull it together, yeah, Olivia. Together. And she pulls herself together and she shakes the sweatshirt and folds it really sort of sternly and puts yeah, it away militantly. and wipes her tears away. Oh, yeah. it was so good. Yeah, so she's, she's so <gasps> amazing. Bringing it back to the Sally Hemings, Thomas Jefferson line of it all. Mm-hmm. When she is smelling the Navy sweatshirt. After that, we flash back to inauguration time. And Fitz has invited Olivia to look at the Constitution. Mm. And they touch it. And it says, we the people. And at the time of the Constitution, Black people weren't included in we the people. And I can't help but think, like, that's what was so cool about this episode is, like, Fitz is like, touch it. And she's like, no, I'm not going to touch it. And he's like, touch it. And it's like so cute how the yeah. whole dialogue is so adorable. And she's like, no, you, t- you let's touch it together. And he's like, I already touched. I already was the person who touched it. I already touched it. I've been it. touching it. I've been touching it. And then she touches it. And I, I don't know, like I really had a moment like to see a TV show where a black woman yeah, touched you see the constitution. You yes. see her finger. Like, yes, yes. You see yeah, her finger touch out. the constitution mm-hmm. where, where it was like all these white men who yeah. wrote it. And yeah. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. so glad Shonda wrote this episode and wrote yeah. it like this. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was moved like yeah. multiple times over. I just was like super moved and really felt and proud. I felt really and, proud yeah. to be on the show because in moments like this. Like I was such a small like cog in the wheel of this show that was, yes, it was like, you know, water cooler and OMG moments and binge worthy. And we were tweeting and all the things. But what's so great about Shonda Rhimes is that she was actually also like moving the needle yeah. in the way oh, that yeah. she knows how, you know? yeah. yeah. There were there was some real stuff in these in these episodes that were lessons too or or reminders that people needed to be reminded of certain things and she does it in such a beautiful way but I I feel like there's a story behind when they shot that scene did they shoot that I feel like did they shoot that scene in they couldn't have shot that in DC right no that I don't think was that so. recreated then yeah totally I think wow. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think I don't think we ever I don't think anyone ever went to D.C. until the final yeah, the yeah. second to final episode of the I whole series. Know. Yeah, I don't know. But why it seems fucking was... real. Yeah. I mean, it did. They did a great job. And when they do touch the Constitution, she cries and says, I'm in love with you, too. Yeah. And it's over the Constitution. And it's so lovely. Yeah. Um, the Constitution made her say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my boyfriend took me on a date to touch the Constitution. I love you. And that's where the pin goes missing, right? Right. So the pin goes missing in that Constitution scene. And then Melly comes to Olivia and says, oh, I wanted to give this back to you. And Hal told me that Fitz didn't bring his wife to see the Constitution. Mm -hmm. He chose to bring you. And it's the which first is odd that which he wouldn't bring odd. his wife because I would have wanted to be there, been there. And then she, she has does. the most amazing dialogue that's Very like, passive-aggressive. we all did. Yeah. This is all passive aggressive, too. She's like, we all did what we needed to do. 
to get Fitz in office. And now it is our job to keep him there. Meaning like, I will keep playing wife, you keep playing mistress, whatever we have to do to keep the president president. And it's like, this is all flashback, but this is when the whole charade and all the cards start to crumble. It's a combination of like Melly knowing and Olivia being like, this is the most fucked up shit in the entire world. Hollis gives the okay to blow up Cytron and Mm -hmm. kill seven people just so that the election rigging storyline doesn't get out. And Cyrus, she goes to Cyrus, says, Hollis is a fucking problem. He killed seven people. That's on us. And, And Cyrus has this huge monologue where he's like, those people died. They are patriots. They're patriots. They died for us, for Fitz to be a, been in office. They died yeah. for a greater cause. Yes. And Olivia is just looking around like, all these people are fucking out of their minds. Well, and, she, and he also, Cyrus mentions Lindsay Dwyer, which is Quinn Perkins, of course, and, and says she's going to, you know, she, she she's doing her, her, her country a service. Lindsay Dwyer is doing her country a service. Yeah. She's doing her patriotic duty all for the greater good of this country. But also, it all goes back to Olivia again, because Olivia is the one that gives the Jesse Tyler name, right, to Hollis Doyle, who which Huck gives to her yep. because she knows that somebody has been sort of meddling and asking questions and yep. sort of in there. So yep. she wants them out. So it all goes back to Olivia. So Olivia is somewhat responsible for this explosion. 100%. For, for Jesse Tyler dying. It's why for, she saves yes. Lindsay Dwyer That's, because I she feels so yes. bad. Yes, yes. She and will it, for, not let another person die yes. for this sin that yeah. she did. This yeah. choice she made of bringing the election, she will not let anyone else yes. go. Oh, and that's why so she sends good. Huck to get Lindsay. Oh, man. We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with dust-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Okay, in the ending of the episode, Olivia resigns. She writes a resignation letter. She signs Olivia Pope. She includes the Eisenhower pin that she gave on the inauguration day. She leaves it on the fucking desk in the Oval Office. She pieces out and she starts Olivia fucking Pope and Associates. Yes. Oh, so good. But do you think that Olivia knew because Lindsay Dwyer slash Quinn Perkins is an exceptional worker at OPA? Do you know what I mean? She has that no, drive. No, she didn't she, know. So do you think she knew or she just took a chance? She just wanted to save this girl because she yeah, felt guilty? Yeah, I think she wanted to save her and felt like I'm just going to keep her in my keep eye her around. and under my wing to keep yeah. her around to make sure she's safe. And then it sort of like ended up that, all right, like now this is just how it is. Like I'm, right, I'm right. watching this girl. Like she's but mine. score, man. Score for Olivia that, that Quinn Perkins <laughs> ends up being this freaking, you know, a boss Spy, fucking torture, chick. torture, killer. 
Yes. It's so crazy. And the very, very end of the episode, they're swearing in Sally Langston and like the backflash of his pin that fell off. They have the pin and Melly picks it up off the floor in the hospital where it fell off, where he's like bleeding out and she puts it next to his shot up body. And then the very, very end, the last two minutes, you know how we scandal do those last fucking 30 mm-hmm. seconds. They go crazy that they <laughs> frame that it's Huck. That shot the president. Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. How this did you like Huck's work such... at the end? I really liked it. Again, this was one of those scenes where I had to learn how to assemble and disassemble <laughs> a motherfucking <laughs> rifle, which is so not me. I can barely send like a video text to someone. Guys, like, I'm just. Yeah, Guillermo I'm is the asking worst. me for links for Google Link because yes. he doesn't know how to get it off his phone. He doesn't so know what picture he's doing. me, and I'm the most impatient person. When I get frustrated, and I I'm not good at something, and I can't learn it. I get frustrated, and I get mad. And I remember being there and being like, "Okay, let's do it again." Like I was just so, I because I wasn't getting it. And God bless Jeff Props, who just was you know the nicest the and the most patient person, and just little by little, one piece by one piece, and and I learned how to. You know, thank God for the, the our wonderful editors too, because they edited the shit out of this. Out of no, this it scene looked like to you knew look. how to assemble a, yeah. an automatic rifle. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I love it. I love that moment. I love the moment where he Huck turns around to look for the bullet, and you see that it's Huck. Yeah. Oh, I was so excited. With the red I was hood. like, oh man, this is gonna get good. It's got. <laughs> and this so is also, good. I think, this is where the hashtag "What the Huck" started. Oh, this is this one, and then the next episode is where it it sort of, you know, was used a lot because people were like, "Oh, what the heck?" Oh, oh, oh! Let's see if there are any fun fucking facts. Yeah. Well, Mark Harrelick did not reprise his role as press secretary Marvin Colgate. Did he get fired (laughs) from the season? I don't know. You know, sometimes people get jobs. You I'm going to say that that's what happened because he's yeah. so talented. I've worked he's with him before. He's so amazing. Good. And he's also and, friends with the casting yeah. director and Jeff. I feel like they've worked together a million times. And listen, when you get a, when you get a recurring role or, a, you know, a featured role or a guest starring role, there's no guarantee of, of continued work. So as an actor, you have to continue searching for work. And yeah. he probably booked a show or a movie. Yeah. Where he couldn't get off and he was working, so they have to recast it. And that's when they replaced him with Keiko Ajina, who replaced him as press secretary Britta Kagan, who tragically in this episode, her character was killed as a result of your fucking girlfriend, Becky. What a bitch. bitch. But also, can I just take a moment um, and speak about Keiko? I hope I'm saying her name right. Keiko Ajina, who... Is another regular on a beloved show of mine, Gilmore what? Girls. She's one of the Keiko. leads in Gilmore Girls. Yeah, she I plays think her name is Keiko. Keiko. She plays um, uh, Rory's best friend, Lane, on Gilmore Girls. For she did Are 100 you and, kidding me? 154 episodes on Gilmore Girls, and that girl can talk faster than any of us. Oh, yeah. I remember auditioning for Gilmore Girls, and they would tell me to talk faster. And then the casting director gave me the note, you talk out of the side of your mouth. Too bad, so does Milo Ventimiglia. What is she talking about? He's the biggest side mouth talker in the world, and it's the sexiest thing ever. I remember auditioning for Gilmore Girls, and they were like, you need to talk faster. And I was like, oh, honey, I got this, and I'm talking so fast. She was like, also, you only talk out of the side of your mouth. Can you not do that? Uh, Are you Ah. kidding? I'm so uh, uh, confused right now because, again, Milo Ventimiglia, who is a regular on Gilmore Girls, who's hot Rory's, you know, boyfriend for part of it. Isn't he on This Is Us? Yes, he's on This Is Us, How and he's do you on say a new his show. Last name? Ventimiglia. Oh yeah, Ventimiglia. I could be completely wrong. No, no, wrong. I think that's right. I think that's it. I could be completely wrong, Leah, but I think it's Ventimiglia. <laughs> <laughs> but Homeboy has the cutest lisp, and he just talks out of the side of his mouth. So it's funny Cute. that you know they were telling you producers Cute. or casting was telling you not to do that. Any um, crap, Keiko. Okay, is Keiko amazing. is killed, and I'm so bummed. She should have had, like, a much bigger part. Yeah, the yeah. F. Yeah. And then I have continuity error referenced in Dirty Little Secrets. We learn that as a part of the Defiance Conspiracy, Leah, deal, Verna <laughs> Thornton was to receive a seat on the Supreme Court, the first Supreme Court justice to be nominated by the Grant administration. But in season one, episode two, a news anchor reports that Patrick Keating mm. is to be the president's first Supreme Court nominee during his term. <gasps> 
That's right. That's a continuity error. That's a continuity error, people. That's what that is. But also, how do we expect these writers to keep all these facts together? Like, that's a teeny tiny continuity error that I would never catch unless our producers for this podcast told us. You know what I mean? Agreed. And also... We're not even in season five, six yet. I bet these yeah. continuity errors oh. are going to get there real good. Imagine yeah. if you were on Grey's Anatomy, like season uh, yeah. 20. Can you imagine? I, I, no, I can't. I, can't. I, I cannot can't. imagine. Guess what time it is now? <laughs> scandal, 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 scandal tweets of the time. <laughs> Ooh, I get very gassy when we do our tweets of the time. <laughs> portion of this podcast, Katie. (laughs) Me too, Guillermo, and hungry. Okay. Yes. The Scandal Writers. Oh, my God. I forgot that the Scandal Writers had their own handle. Oh, yeah. They were on Twitter with us. sweet. God, everybody was so, everybody was on Twitter. It was the costume department, the wardrobe, the hair, the makeup, the writers, everybody. Scandal Writers wrote, the Scandal Writers just watched tonight's episode together on a big screen, and it is Amazing. Ten, nine central people. Big screen not required. Yes. <gasps> that and is such a writery writer tweet. I'm that obsessed. Really, it's so well written. Yeah. It's so okay. Good. And then we have Chan at my friend Chan tweets. One thing you won't do is text slash call me while Olivia Pope is on. I need to find out who shot her boo. Hashtag scandal. Agree, Chan. Agree. Agreed. At Dreshawn on December 6th tweeted, first lady set him up. At Germ Meets World, Fitz Dunn been shot dead to the earth. Who y'all think did it? Hashtag scandal. I love it. And this person thinks the first lady set him up, which, by the way, we haven't really talked about that. That's right. Yeah. They really did make it seem like she did it. You think? How so? Remember before he gets out of the car, she says, we shouldn't go. We shouldn't go. I have a weird feeling. Let's not go. And then when he gets shot. They did a shot in this episode where she lifts up her head and she's like looking around kind of weirdly. I don't know. I feel like they kind of framed her a little bit. I never thought that when she's in the limo in the previous episode saying, let's not go. I don't want to go. I just chalked that up to woman's intuition. Like I thought she feels something. She feels something's off. It doesn't feel right. I almost um, respected her and loved her even more because of. Because of that little piece in that in the limo where she didn't want him to go. I never equated that with her possibly setting him up. Interesting. Interesting. But I'm sh- interesting. Well, that that also speaks to this next tweet by Focus at Shabina3. She says, that's why she didn't want to go to the dinner. She knew he was getting shot. Hashtag scandal, which he's speaking about Melly, of course. Yep. Which, well, there you go. There you have it. Another person thinks that she was possibly... Involved. People thought that Melly was possibly doing it. At yeah. Marvin XO tweeted with hashtag scandal, Millie, I love when people call her Millie. Millie, Millie knew some shit was going to go down. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. He just but, tweeted IDC period, IDC period, which is I don't yo, care. And I never knew that till today period. Yes, yeah. But also, yo, check it out. It's funny how it's all women that are saying this about another woman. I wonder if, like, as a guy, I I thought, oh, no, she just, she feels something's off, so she doesn't want to go. I never, but, of course, the women are like, "Mm mm-mm, she knew something was up. She's involved. She knew he's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. At Samantha D. Godwin tweets, ha-ha, you know it's a spicy episode when at Scandal 411 informs everyone to not tweet at Tony Goldwyn tonight. Well done, sir. Well done. Hashtag scandal. And then What's we got, that about? I don't know. Not to tweet Tony tonight? I don't know what that I don't know what that means. Oh, because it's so sexual? This episode was so sexual? Oh, perhaps. Well, and then we have Golden Girl 617, and she says, everyone at work is trying to figure out who shot the president. Hashtag scandal. It was me, everybody. It was Huck. You guys all remember, like, we're about to go down a really dark oh, yeah. journey with Huck. We're talking Oof. waterboarding. We're talking mm-hmm. dark and dark darkness underneath the Pentagon uh, and what's really going underneath the streets of D.C. The next episode we have up is called Blown Away. Oh, Little did I know that I was going to venture out into the world of nudity. 
On primetime television. <laughs> you guys just weren't lucky enough to see it. But everybody who was in the room who shot with Huck that day when he was getting tortured saw oh, Guillermo's right. mm-hmm. dick and balls. Yeah, my country breakfast. Mm-hmm. Two eggs and a sausage. Um, folks, I have never heard that. You're welcome, Katie Culos. You're welcome. A country breakfast. My country breakfast. Look out. I'm teaching that to my son right away because I think it's fucking hilarious. He's not going to get it. <laughs> Folks, this has been a pleasure and a dream to be and with you all. we can't wait to be back again Correct. for Blown Away. We may or may not have a guest. You may or may not hear about <sighs> the country breakfast that Huck serves up. While he's getting tortured in the Pentagon. Um, what a dream. What a this gift. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, gladiators, for listening and going on this journey with us. This is and like for really, Frida really Kahlo, fun should for we us. say. Oh, gracias, Frida Kahlo. Gracias. Viva la vida, everybody. Viva la vida. Viva la vida. And thank you, Shonda Rhimes, for writing thank this bomb-ass episode. Yo, good always. Lord. This episode was fire. This is a good one. Go watch this. If you guys haven't watched it and you heard the podcast episode, go watch the episode on Hulu. <sighs> Happy Check birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Could you imagine doing that? <gasps> Mr. President, say it again. And then he says, Mr. wait, no, what did you say? say? I like it when you say it. Say it again. <laughs> Mr. President. Oh, good. So you'll play Olivia and I'll play Fitz. <laughs> We gotta, but we got, we gotta do that. We gotta pitch that if we could like reenact scenes. You own me. I belong to you. That was so good. That was so good. Ooh, I got chills. (laughs) Bye, Um, y'all. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by rewatching Scandal on Hulu. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.